Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. It's playoff time. Big stakes, bigger promotions. Every day of basketball's playoffs, DraftKings will have $20,000 in total prizes up for grabs. The best part? It's free to get your shot at these daily cash prizes. DraftKings will be offering two free-to-play pools every day of the NBA playoffs, offering players a free shot at $20,000 in total prizes. DraftKings' free-to-play pools are easy to enter. Just download the DraftKings app. Go to pools and choose from a wide variety of free contests for an opportunity to win cash prizes. All you have to do is answer a handful of questions around what you think is going to happen during the day's basketball games and track your results throughout the evening. Questions will range from which team will hit the most threes to which team will score first. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable so you can deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. So go out ahead and Download the top-rated DraftKings app now and use promo code TBPN when you sign up to get your free shot at $20,000 in total prizes every day of the basketball playoffs. Head to DraftKings Pools page to get your shot at huge cash prizes. That's promo code TBPN for a limited time only at DraftKings. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for full details. Season. Yep, we're still in the offseason, of course, and that doesn't mean I get to take much of a break, per se, but it is what it is, y'all. What's going on? This Jason Jones of The Athletic coming out here with the uh, Ruler of the Court podcast. I am the ruler, Jason Jones again, covering the Sacramento Kings for you. Touching on all things Kings related, all things hip hop related, if I so choose, or any other random topic I want to bring up, brought to you by the Basketball Podcast Network. What's going on, everyone? Quiet times around sack, but there was a bit of news this week. Um, Thursday, the Kings announced that Bobby Jackson would be taking over as the head coach of the Stockton Kings. Uh, the team's G League affiliate, a team that um, they didn't they didn't they didn't put the team out there last season for, during the uh, 
uh, I guess it was, yeah, last season, they didn't go to the G League bubble, or as some of the people called it the gubble. I never really got down with calling it the gubble, but it, whatever. Maybe I'm old and don't get the, get the lingo. But Bobby replaces Ty Ellis, who had been there for two years. Had done a good job developing talent. Had players in the NBA that had come through Stockton. And really, I thought, did it, for all I could tell, had done a, a solid job out there in Stockton. But new GM, new, uh, not just for the Kings, a new GM for Stockton. So... That GM, Paul Johnson, uh, GM for the Kings, Monty McNair, they get to bring in their their guy, and that guy is going to be Bobby, a guy we all know. I'm pretty sure if I say we all know and love in the Sacramento area, that wouldn't be an exaggeration. 2003, sixth man of the year with the Kings. Uh, beloved figure doing those... Uh, uh, I don't know what you even call them, you know, the, the, I guess you just call them the best years <laughs> the Kings had just a uh, spark off the bench. Some people argue to this day that if Bobby Jack p- plays more in game seven in 2002, that maybe just maybe the Kings beat the Lakers in uh, game seven, but can't go back in time. You know, I'll probably touch on that next, just that whole series. You know, not maybe not next week, but who knows? Somebody got to touch on that series. You know, it's the 19-year anniversary. Not really a number people celebrate, so maybe that has to be a year from now. But either way, Bobby is your new uh, G League coach. And I wrote about this this week, and what it speaks to is um, the continuity of the franchise. I know... Some people wanted more, or should I say less continuity, because they wanted Luke Walton fired. That didn't happen. So what you have the team doing now is going to Luke Walton's staff and taking the G League coach from the uh, Sacramento staff, which should provide a level of consistency, continuity, and familiarity on both ends. You know, they can run with the Kings running Stockton. Uh, they know, you know, and then the guys, there are a couple of guys who are very likely to be in Stockton next season with with Bobby. Those two guys uh, would be uh, Jemias Ramsey and Robert Woodard. The second, those two guys both figure to spend some time in Stockton as they continue to develop with hopes of becoming contributors in Sacramento. And then also depending on where the uh, the Kings draft picks end up. I mean, they've got a top. They they figure they have a top ten pick, but say they trade down, maybe they get a second round pick. They want to kind of continue to develop. That player is likely to be down a lot there with Bobby as well. So it's a good. It, it makes sense that you would go that direction. But the question becomes, in terms of player development, what does Stockton get in Bobby? And I've known him, yeah, hell, if I started covering the Kings. And a few things I think that Bobby will bring. Uh, Bobby is an honest, direct, no bullshit, straight to the point type guy. <laughs> None of those players will ever question what Bobby wants or what Bobby is thinking. He's a fiery competitor. I think he'll bring that as well. I think he'll be a... That, you know that'll rub off on the on the other players as well. I just think he'll bring an intensity to the sideline as well. I just don't know Bobby to be any other way. 
and the fact that he's also been part of the player development staff with the Kings, you know, and been a, been an assistant coach on two different staffs. I believe that'll also help him in terms of getting out there, working with the guys, knowing what they need to do. And you hear players say it about what it, it's good when you have a coach get out there on the court with you, show you things, you know, kind of, you know, push you around a little, you know, show you exactly what they want. And Bobby's been doing that as part of his role with the Kings the last couple of years and won't be a surprise to see him get out there. Well, also with Stockton. And so, I mean, that that's really the main Kings news of the week in terms of just uh, changes to the, uh, I mean, the, the biggest news. But you also had a, some other news this week. Uh, Kings made some changes to their, uh, some changes, promotions, and to their uh, staff that I'll run down for you. Uh, Again, Paul Johnson, who is the GM of the uh, of the Stockton Kings, who's also promoted to vice president of player development for Sacramento as well. So that's that's another thing where you got roles going hand in hand. Player development at the at the NBA level is tied very well, very closely to what will be happening in Stockton. So it only makes sense that you would have your G League GM also have a big role in that as well it kind of reminds me of what the kings attempted to do with Peja Stojakovic a few years ago but uh this is back when the team was still in Reno and I can't confirm this but there's people who say that Peja was visited Reno a total of zero times <laughs> when he was the GM of you know kind of running the uh, Stockton at the point they were, they were called the Reno Bighorns you know so I think Paul Johnson will be more involved in that. And eventually, obviously, Peja went over to the pro side more anyway. But I, it just makes sense to have those guys going back and forth. Uh, Jonah Hersku is now going to be a full-time assistant coach. He also interviewed for the Stockton job along with Lindsey Harding. My man, Rasan Gathers, is now the director of media relations. He's a cool dude. You know, if you're in the media, you clearly know him, even though he went to the University of Arizona. Uh, you know, uh, he's also a Broncos fan. He's from Colorado. I guess you can forgive that, but still, uh, you know, congr- you know, um, Penny Chats, this is the director of team player development, Robbie Lemons, director of basketball operations and Akachi Akugo. He's, um, you know, another a development guy works a lot with the players working them out. He's going to be an assistant coach under Bobby. Jackson and Stockton. Congrats to Koch. Some of y'all might know him from IG and his music, but you know he played high school basketball locally in Sacramento at Jesuit High School. He's worked his way up the ranks with the Kings. And kudos to him for being able to uh, get promoted and move up with the team. You know, given how things went last off season when they uh, the team laid off Anthony McClitch and Drake UU two guys who'd also worked their way up and were very popular and st- with the Stockton uh, Kings Anthony was the GM Drake was the assistant GM you know it's if it was tough for a lot of people there to see those guys go but if you're going to see a guy like Koch and a guy like Bobby get a chance down in Stockton not that it makes it better 
I think it just maybe boosts the morale and makes people feel good to see people who have been there get their shot. So there's your fill of King's News. Yeah, because there ain't really much else going on right now. Uh, guys are chilling. Guys aren't, you know, some guys are, you know, still in town. Guys, you know, some guys, you know, have gotten away. Which you mean? Which reminds me, you can look for that in some of my upcoming stories. Uh, I was able to catch up with uh, Delon Wright. I have something coming on him in the very near future. You know, he's gotten out of sack to go see family. You know, chill, relax, and be getting back to the workouts and whatnot. Sometime next month after the Memorial Day weekend, uh, I've got some stuff. You know, looking at Chris Webber's Hall of Fame career. Going to be digging into some free agency stuff previews, kind of looking at the importance of Rashawn Holmes and just how important is Rashawn in the sense of how much do you pay to keep him? What's his value? You know, we got we got on court value, which we understand, but there's also the finances of it. How much do you pay to keep him? How much is too much? Uh, at what point do you say, you know what, we got to let him walk if that's going to be the cost? You know, and just financially, what else might you have to maneuver to make a situation where you keep Rashawn and you aren't crazy over the cap for a team that's fighting to be in the top 10 next season. So all of that is to still be revisited in the coming weeks. But that's where we are right now in terms of the Kings and what's going on with them. So, where do we go from here with the Kings? I mean, there's not a whole lot going on. No, I'm trying to chill. You're trying to chill. But I want to dive a little bit back into the player development. Now that I've recapped all the the, you know, the changes and improvements or say promotions, improvements remain, remains to be seen, obviously, because much as you might like the people with the new job, they still actually got to go out there and do the jobs. But why, why does the player development matter so much? As has been said plenty of times about the Kings, this is not a franchise that's going to go out, spend a ton of money to fill out its roster. They've got to develop from within. They've got to get guys built up. And the, the problem with the Kings, not the problem, but what's happened so far, is that some of those guys they've built up, haven't stayed kings <laughs> you look at a guy like winning gabriel who was you know brought in two-way player eventually you know after a year in stockton working with you know the likes of uh, a rico hines who's now in a stint with the kings being around ty ellis who you know who uh, bobby's predecessor works his way till he can get a you know a standard nba contract but he ends up being part of the uh, trade to portland that's they brought kent bathemore to Sacramento, but he was a guy who, uh, what you know, you would say would be a success in that here's a guy who was undrafted who became a player. Who was he in the rotation? No, but he was a guy who had worked his way to being a player on the roster, which was you know, in my opinion, a positive development for the Kings and what they're trying to do as far as player development. You got a guy like Gabe Vincent, played for Stockton, who's now on the Miami Heat roster. The Miami Heat about to go fishing. They down 3-0 to Milwaukee, but still, 
that's a guy again, you know, actually was a local guy, guy from Stockton, you know, works his way up through there, you know, with the Kings playing in the G League, earns his way onto an NBA roster. You know, another, another, another positive. Uh, you got Daquan Jeffries. You know, obviously the Kings, you know, they did, you know, they, they, they cut him and then he was cut by Houston. But that's still another guy who ended up getting picked up by San Antonio. But a guy on the NBA roster who was developed via playing in Stockton. So that was a player that they were able to, you know, kind of develop, you know, make, to, he was at least a roster player. And did it work out? No, but... That's still another guy who came through the system and was able at some you know, on some level at some point to contribute a little bit. And if I'm the Kings in their situation, I'd rather give Daquan a shot and fail than give a guy who's older, maybe at the end of his career, a shot and then, you know, get not much or anything from it. I mean, going into the bubble last year, Daquan was on the team, but the King the Kings also had signed Corey Brewer and Corey had been good for the Kings the previous season, but how close was Corey Brewer to retirement when the Kings signed him? Corey was actually a coach last season <laughs> or this this past season, this season, actually a coach in New Orleans. He went from the bubble to coaching. So that kind of shows you where he was in his career. And I think the Kings need to continue to fish for guys, you know, second round picks, undrafted guys who they can use Stockton for. And again, the guys who are, who I think figure to benefit the most from the current roster are Robert Woodard and Jemias Ramsey. Woodard has, you know, whatever they tell us, you know, we didn't see practice and we saw a limited game time of him, you know, physically he can play the game, but not getting on the court right now. And given that there was no summer league for this season, given that there, you know, he was injured. There wasn't a lot of as much opportunity for on-court development as there would have been in a, in a normal season, especially with not a whole lot of practice time. So when he was healthy, the work Robert was getting would be, you know, two-on-two, three-on-three, working against other guys who aren't playing much. So this is going to be a, a good thing for Robert because, well, his contract is already guaranteed for next season, you know, so he has to worry about that. He can use Summer League, which is going to be in August. He can also use time in Stockton as opportunities to, you know, maybe by the end of the 2021-2022 season to be a guy the Kings can have on the bench and possibly get some minutes from at some point. Uh, same with Jemias Ramsey, even though I think just in terms of playing time, his path to time is going to be tougher because of De'Aaron Fox. Uh, Tyrese Halliburton, DeLon Wright, uh, likely Terrence Davis back. Terrence is a restricted free agent, and I don't see why the Kings wouldn't bring him back. You know, you know, borrowing some type of just you know financial thing, which I can't foresee. But you know, it, it'd be harder for Jemias to get on the court, so he's going to need a lot of that time down in Stockton as well. And even coming out of the draft, there are people who were saying he was raw. He's going to need a lot. He's going to need some time to develop. So seeing all these and this is why all these moves in player development matter for the Kings because you're looking at if not next year the year after that those will be two guys who could be possibly in your rotation so you need that that opportunity to get those guys ready and I think they're going to have that now 
down in Stockton. And you really can't ask much more than that at this point from though you know from the G League for the Kings because cap wise they're already committed some guaranteed money almost about 90 89 90 million dollars you know already so they're not going to go out there likely and you know splurge on a free agent you know they're going to have to continue to develop from within so that's really all I got on player development you know I would have thrown Shemezi Metu in there, but he's going to be on a standard deal next season. Uh, and I think he has an excellent chance of making a team and being in the rotation, you know, it's some, you know, just because of his uh, versatility and the, the improvement he showed through the player development system. The Kings had the kind of tweak, obviously, because of COVID, but he's a guy who was a two-way guy who worked his way into being a full-time player so also i can throw another guy out there for you lewis king he was he he, he picked up the king's other two-way deal after chemezi uh went from a two-way deal to a standard contract so lewis king you know played a little bit at the end of the season after signing his two-way deal he's another guy you'll probably see in stockton so you know, assuming that he's back with the team next season so i mean there's gonna there's a lot of opportunity down there I look forward to seeing what Bobby does. You know, again, congrats to Bobby. I know he's looked forward to an opportunity to coach, you know, and, and be viewed as more than just a development guy. I know a lot of players get into coaching and they kind of get lumped into that player development pigeonhole uh, as if, you know, because you played, all you can do is work with players on their on-court skills. I'm looking forward to seeing what Bobby does as he runs the show. So. Okay, now I'm serious. I promise. No more Kings talk. Here comes the part that seven of you, maybe even eight of you are here for. We're going to talk hip-hop. I'm going to start that talk with a recommendation for the uh, good people of the Sacramento region. This week's recommend. I'm going to add this to, you know, this, you know, it's kind of kind of an informal thing I do where I recommend music. But this week's actual, I'm going to make it a part of the show regularly. This week's actual introduction recommendation segment i recommend that you check out the uh even though it's a quick album again it's my pet peeve i hate these little short ass 28 30 minute albums shit pisses me off i'm like if it's good music i need can i get 45 minutes i guess not but it's gonna i'm recommending community service from yg and sacramento's own uh oak park's own mozzie you know and if you're familiar at all with the gang culture and all that you'll understand why community is spelt with a k for this album but i've peeped this out gave it a listen i like it i'll listen to it a few more times but again it's just that it's a it's a a short deal i don't know if they even use the term ep anymore but sort of reminds me because it's so quick but some good some good stuff on there i encourage you hip-hop heads to check it out especially those of you who are like myself a big fan of the West Coast hip hop genre, you know, as they call it. I say go, you know, get in there, check it out. Let me know what you think. Hit me in my mentions. Let me know, you know, am I crazy for thinking this is actually some decent work? You know, let me know what you think. You know, uh, give me your, give me your, your, your picks, your opinions, what you think I should be listening to if I'm off. So I got that for you. And then secondly, in hip hop news, uh, a couple of my favorite all-time MCs, 
Raz, Kaz, who doesn't get talked a lot, nearly enough in my opinion, for in terms of the talented West Coast artists, of, or one of the more talented guys. You got Raz, Kaz, and you got Corrupt, who I think is criminally underrated in terms of lyricism. I think he's one of the best to ever do it lyrically, but that's just me. You know, I think Eminem agrees with me, you know, but I don't think, I, I don't believe that Corrupt gets his uh, his just due for how he was lyrically or is lyrically. Cannabis and Killer Priest, they're, they're super groupers. Apparently it was formed long, like 20 years ago. Hell, I didn't even know about it, but the Horsemen, they're, they've announced they're going to come with their date, you know, I guess it's called their debut album. And I'm a big fan of super groups. Uh, you know, I'm waiting on that, you know, to hear more from Mount Westmore with the uh, Ice Cube E40 Snoop and Too Short. But this is going to be a little different here. This horse and nail is going to be different. And I'll tell you why. Um, a lot of, uh, there's, a, there's a significant portion of the hip hop community that isn't very. Mm, I say it. They're not going to sit around and wait for, or they're not really into the whole lyrical thing on a super group level. Like one dude being lyrical is cool, but they want more. They know they still want the entertainment mixed in. And while someone like me is going to thoroughly enjoy this, it's going to be so lyrical. I'm going to love the wordplay. I'm going to love the back and forth exchanges. I just don't know if the the masses are going to enjoy it. Like someone like me, someone who's older, someone who's followed a lot of these guys work. You know, especially for me, Raz, Cast and Corrupt. Cannabis, I can't remember him. Man, it's been a minute since we've heard from him. I remember Killer Priest, you know, that's, that's woo. So you're always going to get love on that. But. It's almost like as a friend of mine said on Facebook, it's going to be so lyrical that it's going to be terrible. And not like literally they're going to be terrible, but it's going to be hard for folks to get into that. It's because it's going to be so lyrical. It's going to be like, how much do I want to listen to wordplay, 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 wordplay. I'm like, at some point, people want to shake their ass. At some point, people want to get their boogie on. And can a group like this mix in anything like that to get the people going? I don't know. Not that I really care. I'm going to listen any damn way. But I don't know if a group like this can really do that. Like I said, I don't care. I'm listening. I'm going to listen when it when it drops. And I'm going to enjoy the hell out of it probably. But that's just me. Uh, the project is expected to drop June 18th. So, you know, a couple of weeks, a little more than two weeks away, you know, so get ready for that. I'm looking forward to it. This, this venture here reminds me of the slaughterhouse, uh, venture, you know, when they all got together, you know, Royce, Joe Button, Crooked Eye, Joel Ortiz. I love that too. I thought it was great. You know, probably didn't get the commercial success either, but I loved it. So. That's one thing I'm looking out for. Uh, what to a couple other things in the hip hop thing? Uh, we were getting some uh, previews of DMX's final album, which was recorded before he uh, passed. You know, um, sounds good so far. I'm looking forward to it. You know, seeing all that comes with it. 
You know, I'm, I'm ready for it. Let's see what happens. And also, uh, we've got a new, you know, we've got a new versus. Uh, what's the versus going to be? Soldier Boy, you know, uh, Soldier Boy versus Bow Wow. Yeah, when they were hot, I was still too old for their demographic. I think in terms of hits, Bow Wow probably has them in hits. But Soldier Boy probably deserves a lot more of our respect because of his influence and impact on the kind of he was ahead of the whole social media self-promotion thing before a lot of artists were especially mainstream artists so he's a legend in his own right for that alone so i think you know for a younger audience or you know people who who were teenagers when they were hot i think that's gonna be a fun one for them to watch probably one i skip just because well i don't know any damn bow wow songs I really don't. Could some? I know he did a song with Sierra. You know, and I guess they were dating back then, and she was way taller than him. But that's the only I can I can think of. You know, and and Soldier Boy, I know the you know, Superman. You know, I know that, but that's about it. <laughs> so I ain't going front like I'm going to be all on top of that. I'll be checking more for the uh, Timbaland Swiss Beats uh, versus this weekend just because I at least know who they are and I have an idea what they might come with. And even if I don't know exactly what they're going to come with, I I at least was, you know, into their music or the people they were putting out when they were when they were out. So that's what I'm going to be listening to when it when it drops, uh, you know, the, the re, that that's the rematch the versus rematch so i will peep that out so yeah that's really all i got for y'all this week like i said you know some of these episodes are going to be more music heavier heavy than others you know not a lot of king specific things they'll start recapping the season more now that we've gotten through the transactions phase and you know who the coach is going to be all that stuff is past us. I can do some different things with that. So, if you want, let me know what you want me to talk about. Maybe I'll start telling random King stories. Is there something you want to talk about? Uh, we'll discuss some of the things I'm going to be writing about. You know, like I said, when I, and we'll get into those. Uh, probably as I write, I'll then talk to them. Then you can almost play, play a game, pair them together. You know, Read the story, come listen to the pod, hit me with questions. I'll answer questions. I'll do all that. Why not? Hell, it's the off season. We ain't doing shit but chilling anyway. So, um, uh, those of us out here who are going to enjoy a three, four extended weekend, y'all enjoy it. Hope it's a great time for you. I'll be chilling my damn self, watching a whole lot of NBA basketball, trying to catch uh, how many former Kings I see in the playoffs again. Saw Ben McLemore made an appearance on the court Thursday night, briefly for the Lakers, former King watch. And I also kind of include Wes Matthews in that because he never played in a regular season game for the Kings, but he was on their summer league team in 2009. But there was no two-way deals back then, so the Kings couldn't keep him because they already had enough, you know, the max number of guaranteed deals and... Uh, Wes ended up in Utah, then ended up getting big money from Portland, then later Dallas, and now he's a Laker. 
So you guys know where to but you guys know where to find me on social media. On Twitter, it's at Mr. Underscore Jason Jones. On Instagram, it's Mr. Jones LBC. Stay on the lookout at my pages. Uh, we'll be dropping some you know, more promotions. You, know, you guys had a chance to win a Kings jersey, but I understand if Kings fans didn't care to win a Kings jersey because, you know, I know a lot of you guys are pissed because Luke is still around. But I can't help you with that. But stay on the lookout for, you know, for our promotions our work our our partnerships with you know draft kings see what you can make yourself a little extra money to spend this summer as the world's opening up have some fun with that and again i am jason jones this is the ruler of the court podcast brought to you by the basketball podcast network i don't know the schedule for next week i'm like i said i'm being extended week uh week uh weekend I may just drop in later on in the week. I don't know. But you, I will be back. So I'm sure both of you will miss me. (laughs) Uh, Y'all have fun out there. Y'all be safe. Enjoy the the sunshine and be healthy. I'll talk to y'all later. I'm out. Peace.